0: It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. So fast, so can't lie. Can't lie. We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So are we spoke? weak? Just <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Mind, they, say, they don't remember your name. If they love you, it's cool. Give them a reason You so could ask yourself saying. an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth he's got the earth to so pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. We can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing, I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Success. Good evening, morning, or afternoon, America, totally codependent depending on where you're from, where you live, but welcome to, of course, two birds and one, two birds and one, two birds one stoner with Mr. Trey. Can't even say the show today, can't even speak on it the right way. But yeah, welcome to two birds one stoner with Mr. Trey, your boy America's favorite cannabis radio dad. So today we are going to be tapping into the situations and we're going to be tapping into the Ixuacations. of 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 what else man we're gonna be talking ufos uaps aliens i mean we're going all in on the green men today on today's episode and also you know how we like to do this episode we like to kick it in with you know a a, a cannabis um topic and then a you know maybe uh a uh, um maybe hit you with uh, a little bit of something about weed so today's cannabis topic is going to be joint rolling. So I've got some cannabis here. And uh, we're going to talk about the techniques of joint rolling. And so um, a lot planned for you guys. Um, We're gonna be talking skinwalker ranch, we're gonna be talking aliens, oh, man, Uh, UAPs, which is just an unidentified aerial phenomenon, which means you can't see a structure or craft, basically. Um, It is going to be fun episode where we're gonna get to talk about the little green men's and uh, and I think that that makes it fun uh, for the listener I think it makes it fun for all of you and uh, I think it makes it fun for me and we get to talk about green men I mean
1: what's better than
0: little green dudes right so we should have a couple guests maybe one or two guests today we'll see how that goes we'll see if they're able to get in here Um, just due to the timing and in the taping of the show so for those of you that aren't familiar with the show we, we kind of tackle a lot of topics I mean we kind of get into it all um, we will we will dabble dabble in uh, the cannabis of it all we will, we will we will get involved into the the weirdness of the world and sometimes it can go into things that are you know somewhat political in this case Today's show has nothing to do with that, which is awesome. So keep it right here. Um, so, first, I've got my rolling paper, okay? Uh, shout out to, of course, Vibes Rice. Vibes Rice rolling paper is made from rice paper. Um, nice and thin, but burn slow. Love it. So, when it comes to joint rolling, you know, like, joint rolling is a part, obviously. You know, joint rolling is a thing. Um, some people enjoy rolling joints. Um, some people, you know, they're like bowls, they like bongs or whatever. And we're going to do some different episodes where we'll be talking about different ways to consume your cannabis and, and different ways that you can really enjoy it. But today's episode is about joint rolling. So I've gotten a few comments and requests on, um, you know, sort of that, Hey, cannabis dad, are some great you know, joint rolling techniques. And so first off, my first advice on any joint rolling technique or any person who wants to be a joint roller my number one piece of advice is always going to be, um, you know, hi, let's smoke pot. Um, and and, and, and uh, Let's see here. And of course, my advice for joint rolling, probably my number one advice actually, my number uno advice for me personally on joint rolling, I would have to say actually, That has to be, um, hmm. you know, I thought I had this nailed down and now I'm like, well, you know. And I'm like, well, you know. Probably gonna say, don't be afraid to mess up. I'm gonna go with that first. I think that if you're going to roll a joint, a lot of people are, there's just some obsession with this, this phenomenon called a perfect joint, right? Um, this phenomenon that people put on themselves, it, you know, I always say, don't put too much undue pressure on yourself when it comes to rolling a blunt, right? When it comes to rolling a joint, when it comes to getting your stuff rolled up, um, just a second here. second so um that's my biggest thing is don't put too much um, so keep in mind that putting too much pressure on yourself bad idea i think um using a grinder also another bad idea most of you think that oh i gotta grind up this weed all perfectly and grind it up all nice and clean and that's going to make my joint be the perfectest little perfect joint ever to be quite frank with you full grind joints to me are a tragedy to society they are a tragedy to the cannabis community they are a tragedy to the society we know as cannabis because full grinder joints always clog guys if you ever wonder why you literally look like you're you know sucking a golf ball through a garden hose as the old saying goes um you ever wonder why you look like that right there's a reason why you look like that when it comes to rolling joints you're going to look like a complete asshat uh in the joint rolling world if you use a grinder i hate shake joints or grinder joints i hate them i can't stand them i end up throwing half the damn joint away i never get to uh pop you know get that joint popping all the way to the end of the joint and it's all predicated on that the next thing i'm going to advise you guys is use a crutch crutches are great um if and i know maybe you don't have papers that like i do like these five five rice papers where they come with them so i will advise you that you always have a um you always have a crutch in your uh in your wallet there buddy or purse there pal um because you always have a business card. So I'm gonna start rolling this drawing while I tell you guys things things I like. So um, for those of you watching on the Instagram video, you can see that I've got nice big chunks of nugs or nice big chunks of broken up weed here that I've hand broken up. So that's my first, my second piece of advice is, or third piece, I'm sorry. So first is don't put too much pressure on yourself. It's okay if it's ugly, it doesn't matter. It's kind of like your children. It's okay if they're ugly, you're the only one that has to actually really love them. Okay, so keep that in mind now. Um, the joint. It's um, I got some pretty well broken up weed, but it's hand broken up. So I've just kind of, you know, pulled it apart. There's there's little nugs in there. There's a little shake, you know. But I pulled it apart. I pulled all the weed apart, right? And so now I'm trying to load up this joint here, paper with weed. And then all we're gonna do is, literally, we're gonna grab it and we're gonna roll it over one time, and then we're gonna lick it and stick it. I mean, y'all might not know how to do that according to your girl, but I'm trying to tell you, that's what you got to do. You got to that instigate mentality, sir. So as we get this joint rolled up here, and we're going to smoke it on the show while we talk about aliens and see if our guests can make it, um, in the meantime, not too much pressure on yourself, got it all rolled up here Now we're just going to start. I'm going to start in, uh, on the end. I'm gonna stick the ends first. I'm gonna stick this in, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're gonna get that piece to stick, glue on the paper. That's gonna give me like something that's gonna hold it tight so that I can get in the middle here and kind of tighten that down a bit, right? We don't have a bunch of ground up weed, so you don't have to worry about this loose roll, tight roll bullshit. Your weed's not all ground up, fine ground up, like an ass hat, in my opinion. You're gonna learn that all you have to do is use just some moderately broken up weed, and the ultimate outcome is you'll get a nice, good flow of air. It's not going to clog on you. You've got the crutch there, so you're not eating Scooby Snacks. And while it isn't the most beautifulest joint on the planet, actually, not too bad if you ask me. To the top, twist it off real quick while that glue dries, and then we're going to fire this hell up and we have us a nice rice paper joint. So again, the biggest thing is, is find you a good paper so that it burns, you know, slow and it's not wasting your weed. Find you a crutch, you have a crutch somewhere. If you have any business card in your wallet, you can just tear off a little like quarter inch to half inch strip of that. And then what you're able to do from there is you can then use that as a crutch that'll keep the scoobies out your mouth it'll also give you a base at the beginning of the joint when you're first starting to roll it in order to allow for you to have that um that that sort of structure of the paper excuse me but if you have the structure of the paper and then you're able to um uh, 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 uh load all that weed in there and then after that you're able to you know, use the, the, the not so finely ground weed and hand, what I call hand ground weed. Because I do not grinder grind weed, I hand break up weed when I'm going to roll a blunt or a joint. I, if you see me start grinding the weed up, I'm probably really high and just not paying attention because I just don't do that. Um, another big thing too is, is let the joint dry before you try to fire it up too soon. People are always talking about why they got, why it runs most of the time you're going to get a runner because you have an uneven moist line down one side where you lick it and stick it i'm not big on licking all over the joint so i think that's nasty um i think that's disgusting and uh i'm just not the one that's gonna do that so that is my sort of joint rolling endeavor for you guys to teach you how to roll joints Um, Like I said, the biggest things are don't put too much pressure on yourself. The joint doesn't have to be perfect. You're about to smoke it and obliterate its existence on earth anyway. Let that sink in. The second thing is, is use a crutch because it gives you that foundation and whatever you're, I usually call it my on hand, which I'm left-handed. So my left hand is going to be the one I'm trying to roll with. That's my quote unquote on hand. So um, I think it's imperative that you have that as like your sort of your structure base for your joint. Then you can start loading in that hand broken up or hand ground weed, not don't grind it in the grinder, you're going to end up with all this fine ground stuff that's great in a bowl, but will literally jam up your joint, okay? Now, then once you do that, you're going to, you want to, you want to get that first end licked where the crutch is, and that provides a foundation for you to be able to move your fingers over, grab the middle of that joint, squeeze that in nice and tight, lick that part down, and then you just move down the joint, it becomes just, you know, almost manufacturer like. Stick, stick until it's done. Twist off the end. You've got a beautiful joint. And for those of you that are following us on our Instagram, at Wake, the letter N, Bake America Radio, you can see my joint. And it's actually, I didn't do bad at all. It's actually a really, really, really good joint. So um, I think that, uh, you know, if you do, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. If you do grinder joints or grinder blunts and they don't gum up on you, good for you good for you. But for the rest of us here in America, by the way, the crutch will help with gumming as well. um, At times, Um, what it does, it just gives more space for some of that rosin to come through and stick to, as opposed to just sticking to the weed and getting gummed up at the end. So rule number two, use a crutch for stability. Rule number three, hand grind your weed. And then rule number four is really simple rule. Let the bitch dry. If you don't let it dry, you're going to get like unnecessary running on the joint. And and you just don't want that. That makes for a bad joint. It makes for a bad smoking experience, right? So let's get into a quick commercial break. That's right. You know, everybody loves creativity, good food and hard work and that's why everybody knows it's easy to love Sam's creations Sam's creations is an award-winning cannabis food creation you can find Sam's creations on Facebook and Instagram or you can place your order directly with her today at 719-283-1701 that's 719-283-1701 1701. That sounds creation. Stop by today, check her out. She is an award-winning cannabis chef. It's just not a bad way to go. It's not a bad way to get a good edible. And we're gonna be having an edible episode. Not just cooking with Keith, but we're gonna be talking about like edibles. We're gonna eat some edibles at the start of the show, and then see how they affect us later on in the show. It's gonna be fun. Look forward for that. That's coming. uh, We're gonna have some of that stuff coming up this fall from some other episodes brought to you by our great uh, people that we sponsor is uh, not only is today's Skinwalker Ranch episode but also uh, coming up uh, coming up next episode we've got they're gay so what and also Indigo and sativa debate on that episode also some other episodes that we're gonna be having coming up in the future tax paying your taxes for youth sports should people be taxed for youth sports of course ends and sensibility coming up. Go no fund early childhood education and stop gender role discrimination. Just some of the great episodes we've got coming up all summer long here at wake and make America radio and the of course, illustrious and wonderful uh, two birds and one stoner right here with your boy, Mr. Trey America's favorite cannabis radio dad. So let's dive in. Let's get straight to it to today's um, episode. And for me, Today's episode is really about, it's about aliens. It's about Skinwalker Ranch. It's about diving into the parts of the universe that maybe aren't as obvious anymore, or maybe were never obvious to us, or maybe at one point they were very obvious to us, and then we lost the knowledge, who knows? What I will tell you is this, is is that the older I get, the less I believe I actually know, while I understand more than ever. I'm gonna say that again, the older I get, older i get the less i realize i know and yet the more i realize i start to understand in life so guys obviously aliens are fun i mean some of you you know you get that creepy feeling from aliens you know you're like oh my god it's aliens me i'm like oh my god new friends that's me it's honest um so on today's episode i do want to talk to you guys about a cool show that i watch um, well i watch a few different shows obviously the big ones ancient aliens um is probably one of the biggest ones it's been around for over a decade you know so on and so forth so that's one of the big one that i've watched um over the years you know and stuff like that and i really enjoy um sort of the out there the 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 other the the next i truly find an affection for um people that truly enjoy um alien talk i i find an affection for that and we're going to get chuck in here uh matter of fact let's just bring him in now hey chuck what's up hey, what's going on? You actually hear me? see i do hear you okay cool it just it doesn't look like that here. yeah you you're, you're a little low on the audio side but i can deal with that that's not a big deal oh, all right well, yeah I, I did notice that a little bit last night when i was kind of about it, so. if you have a way to turn yourself up go for it Want to turn myself up. Oh, well me I just get all the way turned up. Okay, you walked into that one. That is definitely not on me. So, um to find a way to turn you down cuz you're right in my ear but it's playing And it probably has me I I come through probably pretty clean. Um for two reasons. One, I'm using a soundboard and a microphone. Obviously, that's going to make a big difference. <laughs> um so I will tell you, if you ever want to control your phone audio, just plug your phone into your soundboard. That's what I do. It just helps you bring up that audio if it can't get any louder. Fun fact. We won't worry about that today because it's not not going to hurt us at all. You know what I mean? So I just got to make sure I'm not talking over to you because no one will hear you if I do. (laughs) (laughs) I think my sound effects may overpower you too. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear a word you just said. Okay. So, obviously, I've invited you on. Chuck, of course, is one of is, is one of the two hosts, Chuck and Dillinger, from Control-Alt-Throw-Against-The-Wall. That's right. And you can catch them right here on Wake and Bake America Radio. And, of course, um, Chuck, I think that while you and I share an affection for um, the, 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 the sort of the sport of politicking and the debate of politicking, the sport of debate and so forth – um we've come from very different angles at times and sometimes from the same place but this is one place that you and i kind of agree a lot on actually and that's the topic of ufos the topic of aliens the topic of um of skinwalker ranch you know the topic of roswell the san luis valley that you don't probably even know about that says it's it's called colorado's roswell let me just put it that way or colorado's area 51 is what they call it too you're walking around, I would tell you, fun fact, sit still. Fun fact, sit still. It will. <laughs> yeah, because you're on your phone, you're on, you're basically over Wi-Fi right now. So I always tell people if you're on Wi-Fi, sit still. Actually, I'm not on Wi-Fi. It will make for. Now oh, wow. You sound really good. Whatever you're doing right now, do not go anywhere else. Just stay there. <laughs> yeah, Whatever part of the crib you're in, stay in that part. Five key, Mobile 5G. Okay. That's not bad though. All right, so, right, when we talk about aliens, right, when we talk about visitors, um, I think that a lot of people, it's a subject that can be taboo. I think that for, for, for many, many moons in this country, going back to when the government's first real big ordeal with Area 51, which may not have been their first ordeal, but it was the first one that they couldn't really hide. And... You look at back, going back to that, it's sort of been like the Salem witch witch trials version of you know shunning and shaming folk who come forward and say, Yo, this is what I saw. Right. Right, right. And there's
1: UFO cases everywhere. And a lot of people are just like, it's just the United States, and it's like, no, no. It's the stories I hear from Russia that really get me kind of like, holy crap, because that's a place that's been the media
0: shuts down everything that the government doesn't control. <laughs> well, and the thing about Russia though, too, is, is, is that cause cause, uh, it's called Cosmo not, is it cosmology, cosmologist, a cosmologist, I believe is the, 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 the theological term. Basically it's not a religion, but it's kind of like Buddhism. It's a belief system okay. is very popular in Russia. And so, um, Believing that we are from and can return to the stars is kind of a thing in Russian culture. It has been since the birth of rocketry. If you want to know the truth, same goes for like places like Eastern Europe and Germany as well. You know, um, so with that said, I'm not surprised that there's a fascination of, of of space in Russia. As they are, just so people understand how large Russia really is, the United States spans six time zones when you include alaska and hawaii okay so the united states spans six time zones chuck russia spans 11. oh yeah yeah it borders china it borders uh europe (laughs) i would say that it borders on that there are still parts of the siberian parts of russia that are still kind of largely unexplored slash undiscovered if you would that would make sense i mean isn't that that's pretty harsh weather? very harsh very vast place. It's it, you can only equate it to like our Alaska, Northern Alaska, nonetheless. Okay. Oh. I know what you're doing. That sounds like I wish I had mine. Before. I have a joint lit, <laughs> or well, we we did a joint rolling thing, Ooh. and I'm just trying to get the tip to light. <laughs> just the tip. Just the tip, Scotty. That's what that one's for, Scotty. So, while well, I smoke this joint, this bowl, and this dab pen, because I'm a schnazzy biash, um, I did want to talk to you about this alien stuff here. So, I've got some audio clips. I figured we could listen to maybe an audio clip and then kind of discuss what's said there, okay? okay. Now, you're a fan of the show of Skinwalker Ranch, right? Absolutely, but I've been a fan of the area for long before there was a series. about. it. Right, so being of tribal descent, right? Not from this region though. I'm not I'm not Pueblo people. I'm not Ute. You know, I'm not Cheyenne, I'm not um uh uh uh, uh Hopi. I'm not uh, uh uh Navajo, none of that, right? Um I am, however, Tainos, which is of course Puerto Rican indigenous tribal folk. And um so uh before we move any further, I'm going to get a uh, I'm going to do something real quick here. Out of respect for the native tribes that do talk about this, I'm just going to say a quick little prayer, okay? All right. So, gods of the universe and the whole universe of almightiness and everything, just want you to. Understand that we're only uh, digging into this for the for the sake of, of knowledge and for the sake of uh, science and for the sake of uh, entertainment. And so we just want to, to to just remind you that we're not doing it despite any of the um, the gods or anything. Okay, now I feel better because we're going to get into some fucked up stuff, bro. So and some stuff that so first off, so let's let me let me tell you about my UAP experience first because I just want to get that out of the way and lead to context that, um, since I was a little boy, I've been trying to find things in the sky. Okay. I've been fascinated with space. I've been fascinated with the idea of going to the next and beyond captain Kirk level ish, right. I've been fascinated with this since I was a little boy. And so, um, I just wanted to say that, um, so my whole life, I hadn't only seen what I'd seen on TV. Good, bad or indifferent, fictional or real, right, Chuck? Yep. I'd only seen what I'd seen on TV or the internet, like all of you. But I do keep my eyes to the skies, especially at night, especially I'll just sit out there sometimes and throw up my feet and just watch the skies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really, truly enjoy that part of, 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 of life. And so. With that said, one day, okay, in the summer of 2001, I was—I want to say it was June or July. I don't remember exactly which month. Um, you have to forgive me, but in certain instances, because I was, um, how do you say this? In certain instances, I. Made one person aware of what I saw the minute it happened. Just so you know, um, obviously you know that's Cami. But so I told her right when it happened. I just want to make that clear. But um, so I've I've never seen nothing more than shooting stars, right? Okay. Seen a comment, seen an eclipse or two, you know, whatever, right? right. Never seen nothing that would have me question physics per se. I've never seen nothing that would have me question what I just saw myself per se. So in my old place used to face the front range of Colorado, right in Colorado Springs, right? In the South end of Colorado Springs. So as you can imagine, if I'm looking out off off my balcony, if I slightly look to the left, or the right, I mean, rather slightly to the right. I would have been looking directly at Pike's Peak. We're talking if zero is me looking due east. I mean, straight due west. If that's zero, then you're talking about just clicking over to one o'clock, and you're going to be looking at Pike's Peak, right? Okay. So we're at zero. We're back at twelve o'clock again. If you were to go one, two, three, four, about four o'clock due north. If you're so again, twelve o'clock is east, right? So if you go to four o'clock, which would be north, north, north by northeast, you'd be looking directly at the Air Force Academy and you'd be looking at the mountain range that it's nestled up against. Right. right. Okay. So for reference, when I was out on my balcony, just chilling out, hanging out and doing my own thing, you know, nothing serious. Right. Mm-hmm. I looked out towards the Air Force Academy and. I mean, Chuck, I'm talking about, and you've probably heard this just hearing like UAP and UFO stories. And, and I know I'm just going to sound like every other person out there, but I promise you, this is exactly what happened. I saw a little beam not a beam. That's a little ball of light, right? Mm-hmm. A little ball of light. Like literally at, at, at what I would call the, the speed of light speed, right? Like a, a, just a blur Um, shot. Like went straight from behind the mountains, straight up. Now, I would like to explain that I've flown in real simulators and I've also been, I understand planes and I have a, a very, very extremely high level of what's called spatial reasoning for the sake of geometry and so forth, which means this is why I can throw a damn football at anyone moving. Um, I can predict speed distance, um, 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 all that crap. Right. Right. So. The earth is a sphere except for, for flat earthers. So when a star shoots across the sky, it doesn't, you like that? It wasn't a, you know, when, when it shoots across the the sky, it kind of goes up, but across. Right. Because it does come off the horizon if it hit, if it comes out of the horizons part. right? Right. So this didn't like shoot across like it would come over the city like it should have. It went straight up. And I promise you, Chuck, same thing you hear from every UAP experience. If you wouldn't have not been looking where I was looking and you blinked, you would have never seen it. It was just that quick. It was so fast, dude. And I'm telling you, it was behind the air where the Air Force Academy is located in the North Mountains, looking out towards Monument and all that shit up north from where I used to stay at. And I'm telling you, you, you could literally see this little beam of light. And like I said, I'm looking that way, and it's like, and I said, the fuck was that? And then I ran inside, I said, babe, I think I just saw a UFO or something that could be considered a potential UFO. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, Cammie. So, and you're definitely in the area where, you know, if they were going to come by and uh, check us out, I would imagine that would be where they'd check us out right and not only that i mean
1: the reason that nevada is i think feel seems like they have so many sightings is that's
0: where we blew up how many nuclear devices right so check this out same view 12 o'clock is due east right if you cock your head to nine you'd be looking straight at the south mountains past cheyenne mountain maybe more or not nine but like ten like 10 more more 10 less 10 30, right? 10 30'd probably be more you'd probably look at more at Shy Mountain. But if you look just south of shy Mountain, you can see the San Dele Cristos right behind there. And those lead into the San Luis Valley, right? Which is Colorado's Roswell, which is one of the topics that I did want to talk about today. That is Colorado's Roswell. Um, it is one of the, in the San Luis Valley, there are more sightings of UAP and UFOs there than you can dream of, dude. They literally call it the Area 51 of the Roswell of of Colorado because there's just so many UFO sightings out there, right? Ranchers, uh, travelers, people taking what's called the Four Corners way to get to Arizona or Utah. If you take the four corners way, you go through the San Luis Valley area, right down there by Alamosa, Durango, all these other places, right? And they're right all—it's all that shit's right behind the San Dele Cristo Mountains, which is what Pueblo sits in front of, right? And uh, so, anyway, that's what—that's why I told you for, for for credence, we're probably talking maybe two hundred miles, not even two, well, two maybe two hundred miles south southeast, maybe three at the most, and that's pushing it. Is the Colorado's Roswell. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Huh? Now, my question is, does Michigan have a place they call the Michigan Roswell? No, not not. Really. Damn it, I had a guess too where it was, you know that? Grand Rapids? No. That's how you got here. No, actually my guess was gonna be out on the lake though, Lake Michigan. I mean, if I were going to hide a UAP I'd, or a UFO, I, and, and you got to think, see, here's the thing is, this is why I hate humans, right? They're like, how would the spaceship survive underwater that long? I'm like, I don't know about the same way it'd survive in a vacuum of space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't understand humans sometimes. Like I, sometimes I just bat my eyes at people. Cause I can't believe you're that stupid. <laughs> I'm like, waterproof means airproof, dip shit dipshit.
2: Yeah, generally, you know. It's, yeah, generally uh, speaking. <laughs> no, that, but-
1: they have the kind of metal that doesn't get pierced by little sand dust in the vacuum of space, then I think they could dive under the water. Now, the rusting issue, I don't know, but maybe their metal isn't, you know, isn't reactive the same way ours are, ours are.
0: We have metal that doesn't rust too, though.
1: Yeah, but the odds of them having the exact same metal I mean, I, I kind of feel like the um aliens. When it comes to there's either a
0: million of them or there's none of them. I think that like on I think actually that uh the latter of the two. I follow the Earth based um what's called the Earth based uh uh, uh uh it's it's the algebraic or whatever the calculated um formula for the third rock from the sun formula right. Which is if we were just one of a million planets with life on it, right? In a or one, I'm sorry, one solar system of a million in life of planets on it, then that would mean that there are hundreds of thousands of lives at minimum. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's just and that's calling us one planet out of nine that is in the safety zone in one star system. Out of the next million, and there's still uh there's still a hundred billion more stars to go. You see what I'm saying? Oh
1: yeah, and, and how many civilizations never lo- left their own gravity?
2: <clears throat>
1: you know, we've gone to our moon. How many planetary societies have destroyed themselves
0: at, you know through war or whatever? Or maybe um maybe there's a species so far advanced than us that they did bond their dna with the primate species of our planet because it was the most adequate species that could be bonded with and maybe they're going around seeding planets to avoid you know essential eradication as a species maybe we're just part of an giant one giant group of bipedial species I mean, in all honesty, I did really just line that up, didn't I? You did. I wasn't even on purpose, actually. I, I wasn't even thinking about that movie. What, what really started
1: getting me like hardcore deep into the, the UFO and UAPs? U- U- is, is, okay. Yeah, coast to coast AM with
2: George Noory. Uh, okay.
0: okay. There that was, like, the exact- <laughs> <laughs> you know what got me into aliens? So my dad. My daddy told me he used to see things out in the desert, right? My stepdaddy. Mm-hmm. And so he used to tell me, man, I seen things. I think did things. You know, he'd tell me, like, I seen things do for real. And I'd always be like, okay. And he'd be like, no, listen. Seen shit floating. <laughs> you know what I mean? so i that was a really long drum roll for no reason but and for more for theater but anyway so no to be honest with you though then in 1997 the unexplained floating lights over phoenix mm-hmm. that was a done deal i didn't live back home but because of my relationship there and having enough friends and family who saw it after that i was like they're not te- they being the world is not telling us everything because religion is a great control mechanism To me, you're telling me that something from not of this world came and told you how to live. I say you're following aliens. Uh, It's the the most plausible explanation. And then, of course, we get called the crackpots like the ancient aliens. Yeah, and I'm like, no, dude. Like, I'm telling you, these what people don't understand is these are respectable people, like Linda Moulton Mm Howe. She is not an alien head at the beginning of her career. What she uncovers as an investigative journalist turns her into one. See, the irony is we don't keep proving to people that crazy shit's going on. And so here's the thing is, nobody is out there proving that there aren't aliens. Do you get what I mean by that, right? Right. Like nobody's out there and going, this can be explained. So there's not aliens. They're just ignoring what's right in front of their face, which is... I mean for an intellect like me it's insulting. Yeah, at a government level it just be fear. Yeah. And not to make this about the government but I think we can all agree that the entire government and all parties have been complacent in not telling us the truth about aliens. Now, I've heard stories that like what's prime minister Trudeau? Trudeau, yeah. I think it's Justin Trudeau Hey, look, I, I'm all for any politician that wants to unveil the shit. Um, but what I will tell you is, is, and not to make this about politics, but look, dude, I just think back to the 2016 uh, election between Trump and Clinton, right? And both of them promised to give us that, right? Well, only one of them won, to be fair, right? And... Either way, he never actually gave us anything that we weren't already going to get to the Freedom of Information Act by lawsuits that were filed. Yeah. And- so he basically gave us shit that the Freedom of Information Act lawsuits were going to give us like in three months anyway, or six months anyway, like that 2004 video from the Navy pilots, right? With what we call the, the turn up video where it's rotating into its own turn while turning at like... Oh, it's crazy! It's like at you know two hundred and fifty miles an hour, or three hundred miles an hour, and the fucking thing's turning and rotating the opposite direction of the turn. That's what it was. Yes. it's literally a maneuver that would create probably twelve to fifteen g-force, and you'd either pass out or die. Yeah, <laughs> which means anti-gravity propulsion system combined with some type of protective shell that establishes whatever type of gravity and universe you need. Bro, it would be like sitting in front of your fucking TV and playing Warzone or flying a ship or something, right? I can do shit on a, on a, on a simulator that the simulator will crash the plane on me because it would know that I would pass out and not be able to keep consciousness doing that, right? So, but we're talking about stuff that's way beyond our understanding, and I want to play an audio clip for you from Skinwalker Ranch, because we're going to get into Skinwalker Ranch. I just want to make it clear that Skinwalker Ranch legend is that the Ute Indians were um, had, had, had partnered with the U.S. government, and because of skirmishes and battles between them and the Navajo, um, They, the Ute were starting to sell Navajo people into slavery to the U.S. government. And so the, or was it the, yeah, yeah, that's right. So the Navajo cursed the land and that's where the myth or curse of the skinwalker comes from. Great show. I love Dr. Tyler, by the way. Great guy. I mean, I've been watching uh, uh, Washington, Lincoln, Grant, and I'm about to watch Roosevelt for the, you know, the presidents that kind of shaped the country. Man, I did a joint rolling thing and I think, I, okay, so I just want to revisit that. You might want to break it up a little bit smaller than I did because I was pressed for time. I think I broke them up a little too big to where it's my my I'm worried the cherry's just gonna fall off. You know what I mean? Because my nuggies are too big inside the joint. That sounds gross. Right. My nuggies too big. I said inside the joint, so now it sounds like something to do with prison, so that's even better. <laughs> and not better. I mean it's better for our fans, but it's not good. It's so not good. <laughs> <coughs> All <laughs> right, so break it up finer. So let's listen to this audio. You ready? I creepy music to lead up to it. I was hoping that would help with the effect.
2: Uh, all right, so check this out. Here you go. What do you think?
0: At Skinwalker Ranch, could it be a portal? Or do you think it's a force field? What I'm referring to is, you know, at the Triangle location, when they're they're launching shit up that way, it looks like a rocket bounces off of something. Um, When they drop the bottles out of the air, it looked like they were just going around something, but they weren't going down through it, right? And so... The question is from Caleb bench from the, one of the security guys from skinwalker ranches, could it be a portal or could it be a force field? My answer to you is I think it's actually a force field on some type of, and I'm literally mean some type of Klingon style cloaking device. What do you think? Yeah. That glare, you remember the rocket that blew up and right before it blew up, there was a glare Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Light doesn't reflect off of nothing. It keeps going. That's how we get sun rays here on earth, buddy. something i'm telling you i'm on some straight bird of prey cling on dog i'm like they got cloaking devices i'm like oh my god can you make me cloak just just cloak me bitches right now aliens hear me out cloak me did i disappear on the camera you just gotta like no i'm cloaked to our listeners who listen by radio (laughs) that's all i got i mean i'm not i don't have a real cloaking device yeah so these are some of the theories that I wanted to, <clears throat> to go with you on. <clears throat> I'm going to play another audio clip real quick. Okay. Yep. I don't want to play too much because I don't need heat from the history channel when we're actually supporting you. And I mean, like I use their app and everything on all my devices.
2: That flare, that dang it! Sorry, that flare is
0: redonkulous, dude.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! What are you doing? Huh?
0: Oh. <laughs> so anybody who uses the History Channel app, they know that. They know the struggle is real. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I do not want to select commercials. Just play them. <laughs> oh, oh. So um, that flare that they're talking about is right at the tip. Right as the rocket's exploding. So I wonder if that very moment, and you got to remember, if a beam can travel at the speed of light, one could contest that they could, to a degree, slow down time enough not to stop or prevent it, but just enough to react fast enough. A device, instantaneous protection, cloaking, or a force field of some sort—some holla, some holla, some holo clear holographic, clear force field that we're seeing through it. I did find it very interesting uh, to bring up another point in another episode or another another show, a part of the show, I mean. But do you remember the episode with the with the professional um, astro- uh, uh, astronomy people who came out with the professional telescopes and shit? Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll refresh your memory here. On that episode, they bring out some professional uh people who have high-powered professional telescopes um that uh do not work off of electricity other than the targeting systems on them, right? <laughs> so when they pointed these telescopes at the blob, the star pattern or at this like this this space of air above the triangle. Whenever they would point it like at a star system away from that, it would pull up the trajectory. The computer system would log, find it in the log and go and it to it. Right. But as you know, the earth is rotating and moving, take that flat earthers. But as you know, (laughs) I'm picking fights for no reason, but anyway, right. As you know, though, flat earthers, no, I'm just playing, but seriously, as you know, as the earth's rotating, different stars are going to come into that field of view, right? So when that happens, um, and those, and those different guys come into the field of view or different things, I should say, come into field of view. Um, those stars started deleting from the from the computer's database. Like they didn't exist anymore just while they were in the blobs field of view. So do you remember Einstein's theory about why you could see star patterns over the moon, like literally on the moon? Okay. So if, if you, the sun's gravitational pull is so strong and so are other things around us that it actually bends light slightly. And what it does is you'll see stars on the shadow parts of the moon. If you're looking through the right type of thing. Okay. Same thing goes. If you try to like, if you point a telescope, like in the direction of the sun, but not in the direction of the sun kind of situation. Right you'll actually see star patterns on the sun surface because it bends the light across it. Right. Um, I've, I've never seen this phenomenon myself, uh, but I have seen it many times on many different science shows and different stuff like that. And in school on, on explaining, uh, Einstein's theory of why light bends around like the moon. Right. So with that said, the reason i believe that those patterns disappear is because whatever is there again back to our kleon cloaking device right whatever's there it's it's bending the light behind it's it's projecting the light that's that's around it and behind it right but it can't project the light from space and that's why you don't see that phenomenon like you should or and i think that if it was a portal you would see light bending around it then at that point now It could just be that they messed up on the simulation of the simulation in the simulation, right? Oh, no, a, glitch in the a glitch in the matrix. You know, at this point, I'm willing to accept anything because, yeah. <laughs> so I got another one. Here's another one. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. What
2: happened? No, that's not it. No, that's it. Oh, yeah, right here. Hold on. It's, it's muted. So what they're doing is they're chopping. They're supposed to they want to see if they hit stuff.
0: So it didn't. I had the wrong part, and that's my fault. But it didn't talk about the guy who has worked on the ranch for a long time, and there was an incident at the ranch where his head began to swell, um, and uh, like the fatty tissue in his head began to swell, and it was like literally killing him. Do you you know that guy? So the fact that he's so reactive to everything that happens, this, like, this is so weird that Cammy, when I'm watching this, Cammy will stop and just start watching it like all rando and stuff, because this is just so weird. Like it shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? And so, um, I do want to ask, have you ever seen anything? Okay. That's fair. I'm telling you, bro, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm telling you, I've believed for 30 fucking years that there's something else going on here. Right. And there's something else out there. I'm 42. I, I can go consciously back to being probably 10 to 12 years old and believing that there's something else going on. Um, even when I was a child and believed of all the religious stuff, I was told to believe, I still said, okay, that, that, that might be true, but there's still something else here, you know?
1: Because he went and made another, another Earth-like planet and
0: another Earth-like planet. And told them what the hell to do.
1: Yeah, and he just isn't like hovering over us. You know, it's like when, I, if I go outside and yell your name, you're not going to hear me if you're 1,200 miles away. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's, but still, you know, it's, that's I, I never felt that aliens
0: would dis, you know, would ever disprove like, the whole God theory. Well, here's the thing is, I also think that aliens aren't just going to show up because think of it this way. When the white man showed up to the native man, right? Everywhere. That wasn't that the one thing they didn't want them to have was the same cannons and guns they had because it made them inferior. You know, aliens, I think, are so far advanced than us that, um we're still deplorable. Like we still want to kill each other over the color of skin. We're not okay. We're not cool. You know what I mean? We're not cool. And I just think that for the level of technology that they have for them to want to share that with us, I think that we would have to be at a much higher um, basis of thinking or living or mind state, mind frame, whatever you want to call it. You know, I just think that they would expect us to be better people as part of the deal.
1: Vulcans waited until we had warp tech, you know, a warp drive that that functioned for the first time before
0: they decided to even talk to us. Before they even like made a pit stop, like they were stopping at a gas gas station in the middle of bum fucked Egypt, bro. Seriously. And, and I feel like something similar like to that happened in nineteen nineteen forty five, when we detonated the nuclear bombs. But all of a sudden, you know that Oppenheimer movie's coming out. Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> I almost want to go see that one at the theater.
2: Solid, at least. And, and look, that. I've become the destroyer of worlds. Uh,
0: that's it's make make of no, not that. I was talking about Hoppen, Hoppenheimer, <laughs> dummy. Uh, that's, a, that's his most famous quote.
1: It, it, it sucks. I, I can't fathom what it must be like to develop something and then after we actually use it, realize...
0: How bad it really is. is?
1: Yeah, I wish I wouldn't have invented it.
0: No, <laughs> well, I'm laughing cuz it is going kind of say stare. I've been one of those moods. I've been smoking pot it. I was smoking pot. I was <laughs> smoking pot right now. <laughs> oh, it's all over my shirt. Damn it. <clears throat> so what did we learn in our joint rolling session today? That Trey still screwed up because under pressure, it's easy to make mistakes. So, and what did I say, though? Don't be too hard on yourself if you don't roll a great joint, as long as it's smokable. Mine is definitely smokable. It's just pissing me off. Sometimes they're pregnant. That's okay, too. Mine wasn't even a pregnant alligator. Mine was cool. Oh, is, there, is there a picture of this at all? Or? Uh, live feed on the radio station. I'm live right now there. But anyway, um, Chucky boy, I'm going to let you go. Um, And I want to thank you for stopping by because, you know, Skinwalker Ranch is such a weird place. There's been radiation. There's been weird metal alloys that they pulled out of the mountain. um, Lots of stuff. It's still in season right now, guys. We're not pitching the show to you. Nobody paid us to do that. Uh, I think just like myself as well as Chuck is that we are insanely fascinated um, with this phenomenon. And anything that kind of gets into the UAP UFO situation, you know what I mean? And I'm still wonder, like, why people get sick and, oh, boys, like, heart started having heart arrhythmia. And, you know, there's a lot that, like, if you're not caught up, I'm sorry for ruining a few things. But just know it's weird out there, man. And it's every time they try to find out anything, shit happens. And that right there, you know, I'm I'm old school in a sense of the science of it, right? Once is just whatever. Twice is a coincidence. Thrice, thrice is a theory. Yeah. (laughs) So, and um, I'm really fascinated by a lot of these gentlemen's theories that are way, way smarter than I, but um, I do believe that there is some, like we talked about, about the blob above the triangle. There is some sort of a, 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 like I said, like a Klingon cloaking device or some sort of a, a a force field that is uh, essentially translucent. Right. Yeah. Anyway yeah something but i will tell you that i'm not going to lose my fascination uh with the little green dudes and dudettes because just who i am check i encourage you to do the same thing um don't forget guys when it comes to haircuts colors and trims you know what to do plan your next special event Get up and do up at the right place. That's right. It's Rebel Hair Art. That's Jamie with Rebel Hair Art at Studio One Salon. Stop by and see Jamie at Studio One Salon at 4709 North Academy Boulevard. You can call Jamie at Rebel Hair Art at 719 262 That's 719-262-9011. Time for two birds and one stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel good show to get you going. We're lately. not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what uh, we smoke we? Just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. In my mind, they said make remember your name. If they love you, it's cool. Give them a reason You could you ask yourself change. an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth he's got the arts to pull his dick from the dirt. And fuck the whole universe, I'm not afraid Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is But I can tell you one thing I know I was meant to do this And no one's gonna argue that
2: He said when you want to succeed As bad as you want to breathe Then you'll be successful Success